Hello fellow humans, Chris here again. So today I want to talk about a question that I got. Uh, I get a lot of good comments and questions from, uh, from you all. And uh, sometimes I get questions that I can't aptly answer in a comment. So uh, I'm going to read one that I got and then give my best attempt at a, an answer. Hey Chris, one question that I have for you is how can I handle the worrisome that I have for the future of this country? I'll really be happy if this country is still recognizable in 20 years because it seems like the Republicans have infinite energy to try to destroy everything in their sight. And there's not enough energy by opposition to preserve, to preserve the country. I think people outside of the right-wing bubble don't understand the threat that these people pose. I never thought I'd say this in a million years, but I think Darwinism is probably the best thing that can happen to the U.S. right now. David Pakman even admitted that these people are too gone and that they would probably never really become useful members of society. One, the deeply red states are extremely poor, suggesting that the citizens aren't productive. They are only productive when it's time to spread hate. Also, without them, we can take action on climate change, police reform, increase wages, improve health care, slow down gun violence, get rid of 98% of the hatred, and finally reach herd immunity. Look how many lives are saved by some of the stuff that could happen without the Republicans. Now, it took courage for me to admit how I really feel about Trumpists. With all the hatred these people have for me, it's only natural that I feel similarly. If you know how I can get help, I'm all open. I'm starting to feel like even a country split would be great to at least save some of the country. All right. Wow. That is a great question and uh, a lot of kind of background uh, stuff going on there. So I have thought about this question for a couple days now uh, because I, it really is, it's a good point. And I don't have a perfect answer. So I thought I will just answer the best way that I can. Uh, for for my from my point of view, and to start off first by saying that it's it's valid to have that feeling of s sort of a sense of hopelessness. One of the ironic truths of life is the more you learn about the reality of the world we live in, the more depressing it gets. Um, at the same time, um, there there is positivity to to notice. I do think that there's definitely merits to taking a step back and whether it be figuratively stopping to smell the roses or just doing self-care, moments of reflection, reading a book, sipping a cup of coffee, even the simple thing. And then you get into the more specifics, you know, you, you touched on climate change, obviously, um, a little bit of wealth, uh, income inequality, um, just hate that's going around, racism, sexism, um, and yeah, it's it's it sucks. Uh, it's tough. I, I don't know if you have kids, um, but uh, you know whether you do whether you have kids or not. You if you have a sense of moral responsibility and and a sense of concern for your community it 
it's gonna affect you. I think um, I, you know, I have kids, and I, I worry about the world that I'm passing down to them. Um, I, you know, I was very depressed when Trump won. Um, my my daughter had just been born, and I really just felt shitty that this was the best that we had for her. Um, so yeah, I mean, those are all those are all valid things. Uh, so I wouldn't. You know, I'm not gonna say there's a cure. <laughs> there's not just a, a, a light switch you can turn and, and just make that stuff disappear. You know, I guess what I can say is, for me personally, if I kind of scale it down a little bit from the big picture stuff and bring it kind of more on a personal level, you know, I have touched a little bit on depression in the past, uh, my my experience with that, and some of my my sort of self help tools. One thing that I'll do a lot of the times. I'll feel overwhelmed with things. Usually what I'll try to do is the easiest thing first. Whatever the whatever the easiest thing I have to do first is, whether whether I'm, you know, if I'm working on a house project or if I'm cleaning, I'll, I'll do the easiest part. Clean up the easiest part first. Uh and what that does for me is it 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 um gives me a, a sense of um uh, a morale boost, I guess, and momentum. You know, I've started. That's always kind of half the battle is starting, whatever it is. And then I also have a little bit of confidence because I did accomplish something. And now I can more seamlessly go into those other parts of the tasks, which now don't seem as daunting because I've made headway. Uh, that's a very small scale example um, but I think you can kind of apply it in the same way with, with all these problems of the world. You know, uh, the, the fact of the matter is we as individuals can only do so much in any one of these areas. And I think that, you know, you, you, can't, you can't carry the burden of that all on your shoulders. It's, it's for all of us to bear. You know, it's, it's not any one person's fault and it's not any one person's responsibility certainly there are people that probably are doing more than their fair share of contributing to the problems that we have it's just um, it's not feasible to put that on yourself and I know it's easier said than done sometimes but it's really not logical to make yourself suffer for things that are out of your control now, at the same time, having said that, it's, I mean, it makes sense to think that way. You, you know, you think about the terrible things that happen to children around the world um, and just the, the violence and the, just the evil. It's, it's hard to not get depressed about that. And you kind of want to, for your own mental health, you have to kind of compartmentalize and, and separate yourself from that reality. And at the same time, you don't want to do that because you want to have a hand in the solution. And so I think that just asking these questions and having these feelings I think is a good thing because it, it shows that you do truly care. Use the those feelings of hopelessness that you sometimes have, which I have too, and... Um, just make it your motivation to tackle 
just the first thing, whatever that is, whatever that whatever that one thing is, and it can be the easiest thing, like in my example, um, or it can just be the thing that you feel the most passionate about, um, but something that's not going to kill you to do. You know, don't 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 put yourself. You know, don't put your own health and well-being at risk of getting this accomplishment. But you, you know, taking a, a cold uh, pack of of bottled waters down to a nearby homeless camp on a hot day can do wonders for your mental health, and it actually was a tangible help for somebody. Um, you know, going to the food bank or packing up some lunches and taking them around town, you know, reaching out to maybe your local boys and girls club or big brothers, big sisters, maybe looking at being a volunteer. Um, whatever, whatever issues are close to your heart that you feel really strongly about, um, just finding ways to just make little chips in those things. Because honestly, it's, it's kind of it might be all we can do uh, and that and that's not to say that you shouldn't strive for more there's certainly something to be said for community building um, and not taking on everything by yourself uh, so that's definitely something too but I think that the I you know I think the heart of the question is not so much what can I do? To make change it's like on a personal level how do I feel better about how shitty things are getting and I think that there there's a fine line there between submission to whatever horrible things we have in our future and just um, being at peace with yourself um, there's got to be a middle ground there um, it, you know, you, you just can't, you can't ignore the truth and uh, you can't ignore the very real threat of climate change on this, on our planet. Uh, but at the same time, you, you can't let it control your own happiness. And again, I know that's easier said than done. And I'm coming at it from a, a place of having experienced depression um, that it's not just a light switch that you're going to be able to, to turn uh, to change that. Um, but yeah, I, I guess that's kind of how I would look at it. Um, it's just that, you know, again, if looking at it personally, accomplishing little things does a lot for my mental health because one of, one of the things about depression Sometimes when it can get really bad is when you feel useless and you feel like you're a burden to, to other people. Being able to check off some of those things, especially if they're things that relate to something that you really care about, that you personally feel strongly about, uh, can work wonders for your mental well-being. So that's a very long-winded answer to that question. Um, I, I, you know, I, I don't know if it's a good answer, but, uh, it's something that I've been thinking about 
last couple of days, as I said, and uh, tried to kind of give it my best shot. <laughs> um, I will say um, I'm totally there with you on the Darwinism stuff. I, I don't personally wish ill will on anybody. I don't, I don't want anybody to die or get sick. I, I really don't. However, the, the, the reality is that right now we are experiencing a, a, an interesting paradigm shift going on where people's misinformation or disinformation is actually costing lives and unlike some tragedies like drunk driving for example which oftentimes takes the lives of innocents and sometimes the the drunk driver survives um, a lot of people who are choosing to ignore covid choosing to go unmasked choosing to not get vaccinated are dying at a much higher rate than people that take COVID seriously. So while we don't wish anyone harm, um, there is there is evidence that would suggest that the demographic may be shifting moving forward. We, we know that younger the younger generation, Gen Z, particularly, is a bit more progressive. That tends to be true with new generations in general anyway. Um, so you have that. You know, you have baby boomers are getting older. Gen Z is moving in. And then you have this sort of subsection of the population that is killing themselves off. Um, so I, I don't know what that's going to mean for the future. I know that Donald Trump finally went ahead and told people to get the vaccine because he realized that his base is killing themselves off. I, I don't know what that's going to mean for the future, but if it if it helps in some way lead to improvements for us, I, I'm all for that. Um, maybe it's unintended unintended consequences. Um, anyway, I uh, I hope that that helped a little bit. I know it's kind of kind of a long answer. Um, as I said, I thought about it for a couple of days, but I also just kind of went into it without a script and just like you know I'm I'm just gonna kind of speak from the heart and uh, give it my best shot. So I hope that that helped um, a little bit, Chris. Um, I, I've definitely I've struggled with the same thing. So um, let me know what you think. Um, and again, ask any follow-up questions that you might have. Please let me know. Um, I hope that you are, are doing well and all of you all are doing well. And I'll be checking with you all again very soon. Thanks again for checking in on me. Have a great rest of your day. And remember, don't be afraid to question the consensus.